in a world saturated with podcasts, Two Brothers, One Bible stands out as an intriguing addition to the audio landscape. Ooh, oh, that was good. What yeah, do you think yeah, about that? That's good. I don't have any idea what that means. No, no. Welcome to Two Brothers, One Bible Podcast. We are so grateful that you joined us today. And it's time for another episode of Two Brothers, One Bible Podcast. Thank you so much for listening to our podcast each and every week as we uh, put those out there. And uh, my name is Robert Wakefield. I'm Peter Searson. And we are still talking about Advent. We are. And it's a great time of year, isn't it? It is. Yeah, it's three weeks before Christmas. It is three <laughs> So Less yeah. than three weeks, actually. Actually, it is less than three weeks. I know. Oh, and so that's what we're doing. We're going to be talking about Advent. We're going to be talking about the things of Advent, the elements of Advent, and and the purpose of it. And I think uh, let's touch on the purpose one more time of why we're doing this. You know, it's it's because in the midst of a busy season, hitting that pause button, we're asking you to actually hit the pause button for fifteen minutes and mm-hmm. think about why we do Christmas in the first place. There you go. That's exactly what we're doing. And uh, so you can uh, go to our Facebook page. It's mm-hmm. New Song Baptist Church. Uh, you can see the the lesson that uh, Peter presents, and then these uh, these podcasts are in support of those lessons. Yeah, it's it's really kind of a big tie-in. So we've got the sermon on hope, mm-hmm. first day of Advent, and then uh, we kind of unpack that in just a conversational way between the two of us. I love it. I love it. All right. So we uh, talked about Anna uh, on our last episode, which was just fabulous. Mm -hmm. And today we're going to go to the verse of Isaiah that I think that you mentioned most people during this time of year uh, refer to. Yeah, this this is the hope verse for Advent. And it's it's because it's in the Old Testament, it's really they're talking in real time this is what we're hoping for. This mm-hmm. is the description of the Messiah that, that we're looking forward to. That's exactly what I, I was going to say, description, because that, yeah. that, this is very, very descriptive. Well, it is, you know, and it's, well, why don't we just read it first? Well, let's do that. All right, here we go. So uh, get your Bibles out or anything with your Bible on it. It's Isaiah 9, verses 6 and 7. Mm-hmm. So you want to read that for yeah, us, Yeah, I'd be happy to. Okay. For unto us a child is born. To us a son is given, and the government will be upon his shoulders, and he will be called Wonderful Counselor, Mighty God, Everlasting Father, Prince of Peace, and of the greatness of his government and peace there will be no end. And he will reign on David's throne and over his kingdom, establishing and upholding it with justice and righteousness from that time on and forever, and the zeal of the Lord Almighty will accomplish this. Oh, man. (laughs) So good. Yeah. (laughs) That is so so much to unpack here. There, there is a lot here. There's a lot here to, to mm-hmm. talk about. So, uh, can I can I just give you my first one? Go for it. All right. My, my very first thing that I noticed that jumped off this is uh, for to us mm-hmm. the word us. Yeah. Um, we didn't have to do anything. That's true. Uh, there was, and we we've talked about this a lot on this podcast. Mm-hmm. But just the fact that Isaiah wrote. For us, right? God did this. For us, a mm. child is born. To us, a son is given. Yeah. So I think that the first thing that I wanted to point out—that's just what I've read—is mm-hmm. the fact that in this time of we're thinking of hope right now, there's something to latch on to. Right. 
the it was done for us. Mm-hmm. So I, I just thought I would throw that out there. And what do you think? Why well, you're you're right. You know, and this is this is the promise of Emmanuel, God with mm-hmm. us. This is this is the this is what they wanted. Right. And uh and and there's different descriptions of the Messiah. Uh and they wanted the strong, triumphant Messiah, but it's interesting that even here in Isaiah, it's it's a child's gonna be born. It's, right. it's a baby. It starts out as a baby. Yeah. <laughs> For yeah. unto us unto us a child is born. Yeah. yeah. I like that. And and you know, and the government will be on his shoulders. Mm. And that is, I think, one of the things, the misconceptions that the early Jews had. It it is, you know, it's interesting. There, I, I did some reading on this, and and their point was government was always a burden, mm-hmm. and and uh, and so, you know, and, and especially when you're in a in a a nation that's always getting trampled upon by other nations, right? Then you're looking at, you know, can't my government rise up and defeat your government, and you know that conflict and. And what they're what Isaiah is saying is here is you know government's all powerful and all this and everything, but it's on God's shoulders, mm-hmm. right? He's he's ultimately the one. He's going to be the one. Yeah, right? I like that. Yeah, yeah. Uh, and so I, I don't know when I when I read that particular verse, that was one of the things that that popped out to me was that. You could see it during the Roman times, you know, that they were looking for a Messiah. Right. And when Jesus was doing his ministry, you know, you're you're not the one that's going to be taking down Rome. That's what yeah. the, that's all they were thinking about. Well, at that's that time. what they wanted. Sure. sure. Yeah. But I mean, if you're, you know, if you're being picked on by the bully, you want someone to come in and take care of the bully, and that's what they wanted. Right. And uh, and Jesus was capable of doing that, but that wasn't why he was there. That, that wasn't, wasn't his, his purpose. Wasn't his job? No, it was not. It was not. But it it is true that the government will be on his shoulders. Mm-hmm. And then in verse six of there also it says he will be called Wonderful Counselor. Yeah. Oh, just knowing that the God in heaven uh, wants to counsel us. Yeah. It's just. It, I just can't wrap my head around that. Yeah, I I like that these are all coupled together. <laughs> I do too. You know, it's not just he's a counselor, he's a god, he's a father, he's a he's a prince. Right. So I like that there's there's an adjective and a wonderful counselor can be looked at two ways. Okay. Uh, he's a counselor and he's just wonderful. Yeah, right. Or the counsel that he gives is always wonderful. Oh. I th- I like that one. Yeah, I think I think it's saying that he gives good advice, right? That the his, best advice, actually. Yes, his words are true. His wisdom is profound. He he gives good advice to us. Right. He's a wonderful counselor. Wonderful counselor yeah. and mighty God. Yeah, I kind of think that you know we we like our our superheroes. We do, and so this is God, hero God. He's our hero God. He's, <laughs> right. He's the one that's going to triumph and rush in and save us and deliver us. That, Here I come to save the day. Here I come to save the day. <laughs> it's going to be stuck in my head all day long. Thank you, Robert. Well, you know, it's my pleasure to. Uh, you are me. a giver. I, I'm trying to be a giver. <laughs> but you're right. Uh, that, that mighty God. I I love that that imaging or imagery that talks about mm-hmm. you know that how powerful he is. Yeah. Uh, it's not just you know, some kind of just random thing. He is the mighty God. Exactly. Uh, on earth. Yeah. yeah. Because when you go back and think about this child mm-hmm. that we're talking about, that we're celebrating during this time of Advent, right? is mighty God? Right. 
Oh, yeah. That that's just powerful. It it's mind boggling. It really is. It really is. It yeah. really is mind boggling. Yeah. So uh, then it goes from mighty God mm-hmm. to everlasting Father. Yeah. Yeah. Wow. Unbelievable. Just incredible language there. Everlasting Father. You know, and that's what makes God God is He's not bound by time nor space. Right. So he he is. He's a God of eternity. Uh, so he had no beginning. He'll have no end. Right. Uh, that, that's what this, uh, I read this in a commentary. Uh, this is better translated as the father of eternity. Mm. Uh, all the ages meet in him, which is found in Hebrews 1 and 2. And the son is not to be confused with the father, although the father and he are one. Yeah. You know, John said, he said that in John chapter mm-hmm. 10. Yeah. So, you know, this this everlasting father just shows just the the amount of greatness that he has. Yeah, you know, if you're going to have hope, you want a solid hope. You don't want right. something that, well, I'm going to hope in it today, and I, I hope it works. Mm-hmm. I mean, he is the wonderful counselor. He's going to give you good advice. He's a mighty God. He can he can take care of anything that's facing you, mm-hmm. and he's he's not going away. He's there for eternity. And then we get to the next one. Wow, I love it. Prince of Peace. Yeah. Yeah. Which is one of the elements of, of Advent that we're yeah, going to talk about. Yeah, we're going to talk be, about be peace. Next Sunday. But yeah. uh, the Prince of Peace, you know, when I think of that, I think of the guy that, the God that is going to provide me contentment. Mm-hmm. Uh, you know, maybe maybe I've got that wrong. What do you think? No, I think you're. I think you're right. I'm thinking, who would we give today that title, Prince of Peace? I mean, it, it would. Oh, yeah. It'd have to be someone who, their life just, you know, no matter when you met them, no matter. What they were going through, they were just always mm-hmm. in command, peaceful, you right. know, knew. They didn't lose it. They didn't misspeak. Right. And, you know, and so to, to say they're the prince of it, you know. Yeah, that, that's, really, know, that's really strong. You know, we have our peaceful moments, <laughs> you know, but are we known as the prince of peace? No. But Jesus is. Yeah. It, when I think of I almost want to say the Prince of Peace is like the author of peace. Yeah, there you go. You know, yeah. I kind of think of yeah. it in the, along those lines. Yeah. So it's just a it's just a great verse of those just that part of verse six is probably probably one of my favorite parts mm-hmm. of it. Um verse seven of the greatness of his government and peace there will be no end. Yeah, you know, I mean that's such a descriptive title because what it it, it leads you to believe what well, doesn't lead you to believe it. it what it's saying is mm-hmm. it's just going to get better and better and better and better. It, okay. it's, it's not like it's going to have a roller coaster of up and downs. Mm-hmm. It's not like it's going to be great today and then not so great. It's not the stock market. <laughs> no, <laughs> it just keeps progressing, getting better and better and better. And it's not like our federal government. Or no, any kind of government. <laughs> no, because uh, it's a stop and start thing. Yeah, this that. is coming from a, fe- a former federal employee. That's exactly. I would know that firsthand. <laughs> yes, you would. <laughs> oh my goodness! Uh, he will reign on David's throne and yeah. over his kingdom. Now that that is a significant part of what uh, the Jewish philosophy was, oh, because yeah. they. They revered David as, you know, a great one of the greatest kings, if not the greatest. Oh yeah. Well, and David was told, mm-hmm. you know, when he was taking Saul's place. I mean, Saul was told, first off, your lineage will not continue. This is it. Right. You're done. Your your family's done. Right. And then David was told, uh, you're gonna have a long, 
mm-hmm. lineage. And, you know, and obviously his son Solomon reigned, but then after Solomon, it kind of went apart. But when you look at Luke chapter two, uh, you see that Jesus is part of the lineage of David. Right. And, and so you've got the references in first Kings chapter eight, verse 25 and second Samuel seven twelve that right. talk about David and his, his, his descendants reigning. And that's all a foreshadowing of the baby Jesus. Right. And, and so uh, being uh, an heir of David, mm. you know, being being part of that family was really important uh, to the Jewish. Uh, oh, yeah. Because they, they really re- revered that, I think. Oh, yeah. 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 So he will reign on David's throne and over his kingdom, establishing mm-hmm. and upholding it with justice and righteous from that time on and forever. Mm. Now, uh, justice. Yeah, th- that's a big word that that we we love to embrace. Yeah, it is. And you know, we we talk about I want justice. Mm-hmm. Um, and I don't think in this world. I mean, our nothing against our judicial system, but you know, they they stand before someone who has to weigh the facts, right? And they're weighing facts based upon how someone presents the facts. And if you present the facts poorly then your evidence isn't going to count heavily. Right. God knows. So you know, it, he, yeah. he's not basing his decision on verbal testimony. No. He knows. <laughs> right. So God can rightly uh, judge as he pleases. Right. And, and dispense justice as he wills. And, and he, will, he will do that. He will certainly do that. From that time on and forever, uh, what is that talking about from that time on? Is it from when Jesus was born, as as at the very beginning of this this I mean, section? That's the way it looks like it reads. Yeah, I mean, from that time on and forever and it's forever, just continuous. When yeah. he's when when Jesus was born, he will be he's going to be the king eventually as he grows. Yeah, and from that time on, yeah. and forever, right? His his reign will. You know, the birth of Jesus changed everything. It really did. It changed the calendar. We went from B.C. to A.D., <laughs> you know. It, but did, it, it really, it, everything changed. Yeah, everything changed when, when Jesus was born, and that's why we're celebrating mm-hmm. uh, that right now. And then finally, uh, the end of verse 7, the zeal of the Lord Almighty will accomplish yeah. this. Yeah, you know, we don't use the word zeal a lot. But it, it's a companion word is jealousy, and we understand jealousy. Oh, we know jealousy. Yeah, we, we know that feeling of jealousy. Mm-hmm. Yeah, and, uh, and God says, I'm a jealous God. And he does. so God has those feelings. Mm-hmm. And he doesn't like it when anybody crouches in on his territory. Right. And so I love the way this, this ends it up because he's saying all these things that we just talked about mm-hmm. is very important to God. And I'm going to make certain that these things come to happen. Right. Come to fruition. I'm, I'm going to, it's God protected. It's God driven. And, and he's going to make sure that uh, his, his will is done. Now that, and that's why this section here in Isaiah mm-hmm. is such a great statement of hope. It really is. Because uh, it's, it's, not, it's not the finger crossed kind of hope. No. And Isaiah is saying this hundreds of years before Jesus. How many years was it? I, I, I I'm thinking it's about 400 years. About 400. Okay. Yeah. yeah. And so, I mean, they're, I mean, they're thinking, yeah, this is this is a big, big promise. And and it all came came true. It certainly did. Wow. Yeah. Well, uh, Peter, if you will look at our time, I saw it. And uh, so, <laughs> and and you are just 
really going off and, and doing a great job here. Thanks. Yeah. Well, just yeah. you know, we earlier podcast we actually graded you. Uh, I oh, think you really? Do remember that? No, I, we didn't. But it sounded like we should have. Thought, <laughs> thought we erased that one. <laughs> No, it no, wasn't no. my fault. No, it was not. No, I'm teasing. Yeah. Well, anyway, uh, so thank you so much for listening to Two Brothers, uh, One Bible. Our verse for the day is Isaiah 9, verses 6 and 7. So go back and, and read that for yourself. I'm Robert Wakefield. I'm Peter Searson. You've been listening to Two Brothers, One Bible podcast in this season of Advent. So thank you much, so much for listening, and we'll see you next time. God bless. Thank you for listening to Two Brothers, One Bible Podcast. We want to encourage you to subscribe wherever you get your podcast and be sure and tell a friend.